Welcome to the Voice of Charity. I'm Phil Zapeta here along with my colleague Katie Breedeman. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Phil. Hey, uh, we've got a wonderful show for you uh, this morning. We welcome you all, everyone that's listening to the Voice of Charity uh, every Tuesday morning here at eight thirty on WNDZ seven fifty AM and our live stream on at the same time on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. Uh, we hope everybody had a Memorial Day weekend. We're coming hot into it after this this Tuesday, uh, after this long weekend on this Tuesday morning, and we're honored uh, that we all had the opportunity to pause and honor the memory of those who died in service uh, to our nation. Um, and today we're discussing another topic that's front and center for us at Catholic Charities and Center in the News lately, and that's uh, our, our city's efforts to care for asylum seekers uh, who are continuing to arrive here in Chicago and needing all types of help. You're so right, Phil. It's a really critical issue for us here at Catholic Charities. Uh, according to the website for the city of Chicago, more than 8,000 men, women, and children have arrived here in Chicago since August seeking asylum, most of them from Venezuela, but others are from Africa, Europe, and the Middle East. They're all seeking safety and opportunity here in the United States. Previously on The Voice of Charity, we discussed how the Archdiocese of Chicago is coordinating a, a Catholic response across Cook and Lake counties to assisting the asylum seekers. Um, in addition, Catholic Charities has been working nonstop with the city of Chicago and other human service organizations to do what we can to address the ongoing need for shelter, food, and medical care. Our Tuesday night supper at Vincent Hall at 721 North LaSalle Street is just one of the ways that we meet asylum seekers, offer them food, and offer our other opportunities for, of assistance to them. So with us to discuss how our Tuesday night suppers have pivoted in recent months to assist the asylum seekers and continue that care and compassion that happen every every week at Catholic Charities are two of our great friends, Mary Ann Zalotti, who's the Senior Vice President for, for our Immediate Access and Basic Needs Impact Area, and Noreen Russo, who's the Associate Director of Special Projects and a dedicated leader for our Tuesday night suppers, Mary and Noreen, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> We're so glad to have you guys here. So thank you uh, so much for joining us this Tuesday morning. So let's give our audience just a general shape of what uh, the, the Tuesday night suppers are. Mary, remind us of, of, of the history of Tuesday night suppers and, and where it all began. Yeah, so uh, since about 2001, with our partners, Chicago Health Initiatives, Holy Name Cathedral, and First Presbyterian Church, Catholic Charities serves hot meals in Vincent Hall five nights a week. And remember, Vincent Hall's at 721 North LaSalle Street in Chicago. Catholic Charities coordinates the food preparation and the volunteer assistance on Tuesday nights. So our guests receive can receive a hot meal Monday through Friday. Our guests, many of them are homeless, can sit down for a meal, or or they could decide to pick up and go. In both cases, they can learn a little bit more about Catholic Charities programming and serve and the service that we might be able to assist them. It's so, an amazing program, and I just can't imagine uh, not being a part of it. Well, you know, for, for both Katie and I have, have volunteered at, at those suppers, and you do get to see the the, the, the true humanity of, of people you know, uh, receiving that type of, of nourishment, not just for their body, but for their, their souls and everything that happens there. But, but let's let's talk about the, the, the rise in the numbers that you've seen. Mary, give us a, like a, a, a state of what this might have looked like uh, last fall versus what it, what it looks like today and what you suspect that increase to be. Yeah, so for both um, sit down and take out total numbers, we used to serve around 130 people. And um, this last couple of weeks, 
last couple of months, actually, we've been up to around 225 to 250 and sometimes even pushing that number even a little bit higher. Um, it's just incredible uh, the people in need. So you, you that's what we believe to be or know to know to understand is that those are uh, asylum seekers that are now joining that those supper lines outside of 721 and coming in for for the meal service, right? That is true, Phil. Although the good news is that we're still able to serve the individuals that have been coming and that are in need that are not asylum seekers. But yes, the number increases is definitely due to the asylum seekers. And so, Mary, what were the first things you did when you noticed uh, that week after week that that the number of people outside was nowhere near the average of 130 anymore? Yeah, well, Katie, the first thing I did was took a deep breath, right? Right. <laughs> okay, right I'm on. Do this. <laughs> right. Um, but after, after I did that, um, you know, I checked with Amy Novarita, our chief program officer, and I, I really tried to gather a little bit of insight on the new arrivals and, and what's happening and what she knew and what others knew around our city. Um, and, and really, was some of it was a gesture. Uh, and others was like brainstorming. So then we just pulled together the the Tuesday night team and we brainstormed. And Noreen was a part of that brainstorming on how do we serve, how do we serve better, what, how do we make sure that the food is served hot and well. And um, the best thing that I did, honestly, Katie, was to bring Noreen into the picture. <laughs> Very um, smart. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Noreen was able to help lead her. She's, she um, was familiar with the asylum seekers, but also familiar with the suppers. So she was a perfect match. And she, and she has a great network um, to gather volunteers and others. So to honestly, the best thing I did was to pull in Noreen. Um, Very wise but, idea, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> no, Noreen, as, as, as Phil said at the top of the show, and then Mary just echoed, you know, you've been a leader at the Tuesday night program for years. You know, can I ask you, what were those key issues that you had to make sure got tended to to address this significant increase in the number of people coming for a meal on at Tuesday nights at, at Vincent Hall? So I think um, working with our partners closely and communicating and um, making sure everyone had what they needed to be able to um, provide that many meals and get them out the door hot, as Mary said, um, and allow people to come in and still have that community feel that um, we love so much about the suppers at 721, um, that people get to come and be welcomed um, and um, served a hot meal and feel like they're part of our Catholic Charities family. Um, so working with our partners was key uh, to see what they needed. And, uh, and then also working with our um, you know, the partners outside of the agency who are providing the food. So those were some of the key things. So yeah, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. OK, Noreen, like with, with this this sudden increase, you know, over that we've seen over the past couple of months, um, it, language has had to be a barrier. Um, granted, we're, we're lucky and fortunate enough to have a, a good volunteer and staff crew that are bilingual, but but the sheer volume and the need to convey instructions and how everything works and and the additional you know holistic care and compassion that can be provided <clears throat> through other catholic charity services you know explain explain to our audience how how that all works <laughs> so that was one of the things we immediately did is put signage up in um, both english and spanish um, and then we 
tried to get as many staff members as we could that spoke um, both English and Spanish to um, be involved with the suppers. Um, we read all the guidelines and welcome people in both English and Spanish. Um, and we have helped provide that for every night, not just Tuesday night, um, and helped, um, you know, each partner is getting as many people as they can that speak both English and Spanish, but um, we've also helped when they are in need of uh, that as well. So, to- Noreen, you, you also have that that background of working on this this project since Asylum Seekers started ar- arriving um, last late last summer, um, there's there's been this this welcoming responsibility that the Catholic charity staff and volunteers have had. Um, and one of the uh, pieces that have that has been central to that is helping with the travel arrangements for asylum seekers that are arriving in Chicago, connecting them with other family or relatives that are in the United States. Um, talk to a little bit about about that service, which is really outside of the Tuesday night suppers, but I know that you've got a background on that. Sure. So, as you know, when they're bused to Chicago, they don't necessarily know that they're going to Chicago or have um, people that they're meeting in Chicago. They're often need the next um, step so to get to their family and friends. So Catholic Charities was there when the first buses started arriving um, and the city um, wanted to make sure that people were able to get to their family and friends if they had them in other states. Uh, so we designed a program that we call Out Migration, um, where we do a quick intake and find out if they have a relative or friend that they want to go to next. Uh, and then we literally um, call their sponsor on the other end and purchase their ticket for them um, and provide transportation to the airport from wherever they're staying. So. Uh, they can safely get to their next destination. So having been at that welcoming, uh, you know, a, a center and, and seeing the arriving uh, asylum seekers, it's 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 truly heartwarming to see that love and and heartwarming, um, uh, welcoming the spirit that that's there from Catholic Charity staff and, and volunteers and other agencies that are responding, because really understanding that this is just one point on these these families and individuals' journey. And I think, um, Noreen, you're doing you, you've done a wonderful job with that. And and Mary, just um, you know, incorporating um, for the longer haul of get having that understanding of how they're going to be a part of suppers really for the, the, the longer term here is so vitally important. We want to talk with more. Um, we're going to take a break right now. We want to talk with Mary Anzalotti and Noreen Russo a lot more about the Tuesday night suppers and their visions for the programs and other ways that um, we're accommodating uh, via through COVID and in the days and in, uh, weeks ahead. So stay tuned for more. You're listening to The Voice of Charity on Catholic Chicago. We'll be right back. are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. 
Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it's, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. to the Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman here with Phil Zapeta today, and it's our great pleasure to be here with Mary Anzalotti, Catholic Charity Senior Vice President of Immediate Access and Basic Needs Impact Area, as well as Noreen Russo, who is Associate Director of Special Projects and one of the lead organizers of our weekly Tuesday Night Supper. And we're talking about the many ways Catholic Charities is responding to the influx of 8,000 plus men, women, and children, uh, asylum seekers to Chicago since late last summer. Um, and Mary and Noreen, before the break, we were uh, talking about how the Catholic Charities Network soon comes into play, right? It, we're not just feeding them dinners Tuesday night. We can instantly offer them other resources, as, as Noreen mentioned, this program to help them reconnect with other family and, and friends around the country. Uh, but uh, I'm wondering if you could also just help us understand the situations that the asylum seekers have fled and what their plans are in the United States for those staying in Chicago. Could you, could you share? a story or two, each of you, about asylum seekers that you've met and, and you know, what you've learned about them personally? Mary, may we start with you? Sure. Um, so th they're coming from lots of places, as we said in the beginning, but uh, many are Venezuelan. And as they come, they are, they're just such wonder. I've, I've met so many wonderful families. And these families are fleeing situations that just we couldn't even imagine. And when they come here, they're so grateful. And they're so grateful for us and the, the services and the food that we provide. And um, many of the little kids now, they come up and fist bump me. And uh, they, they're just, they have smiles on their faces. And I, and I can only imagine that you know, a few short weeks ago, they were struggling and did not have, you know, smiles on their faces. And I know that's just a quick little story about, you know, the situations they 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 haven't shared a ton with me exactly where, but they've said a few things and you could just see the smiles on their faces now compared to what they what they where they were. Yeah. Noreen. Yeah, I think Mary, unimaginable is a, a great word to describe um, their journeys. Um, and we've heard that, you know, obviously a lot have walked and they have little kids and 
Um, it was treacherous, and I'm sure they saw things that we would never want to see or have our kids see. Um, but just the joy in the room at the supper and the joy of seeing um, the community that has developed in downtown um, with our individual guests and our family um, guests coming in and eating together is um brings a smile to everyone's face. So um, it's amazing to see. Um, yeah. Noreen, remember that one family that told us that they walked 4,000 miles? They walked yeah. 4,000 miles with their family. And, you know, my nephew is walking the Pacific Trail, which is 2,600 miles. And I'm like, why? Why would you do that? And this is like an enjoyment for him. And he's seeing beautiful things. But this family that walked 4,000 miles were not seeing beautiful things as they were walking. And they were and they were not knowing when their next meal was going to come from or they didn't know if they were going to live through this. But can you imagine 4,000 miles to walk yeah. with a family and small children? Well, yeah. and, it, and as I said, you know, the two of you are that instant connection to the Tuesday night suppers, which was the immediate need, right? They're all hungry um, at that time of day. But but you're also a wonderful introduction into the wide network of programs and services that Catholic Charities can offer them in addition to that hot meal. Could I ask you each to speak a little bit about ways that you have talked to people, heard their needs, and then instantly made a phone call or an email or two to connect them to additional services? Again, Mary, may I start with you? Sure. I'll tell you one quick one, which is uh, one Tuesday night supper we were cleaning up. We were almost all the guests were had moved on and there was one guest still sitting there. And I went up to Noreen. I'm like, Noreen. And she says, oh, well, the person does not have a place to sleep tonight. So we are connecting them, uh, her to a place to sleep. So that's my quick version. But my my second story is this, is that many of the um, new new arrivals wanted to go to church. Well, we're Catholic Charities, right? And we have a, a chapel in our in our building. And next thing you know, Noreen says, Father Wayne is going to hold mass for us. And I said, that's wonderful. That day, the chapel was full, not a seat in the house. And Father Wayne was um, incredible. But interestingly enough, many of the people did not go up for communion. And so we asked the question, what's the reason you didn't go up for communion? And they said, oh, well, in our culture, we have to say confession first. So guess what Father Wayne did next week? The next week, he held communion, he held confession and then held mass and then had oh. communion. It was just, it's just a beautiful thing. That is so inspiring. It, it is a beautiful story. And, and again, for, for, for our listeners, Father Wayne Watts, um, uh, a, a wonderful um, part of the, the Catholic Charities staff and the family, also a, a pastor up at Katie's Parish. Yeah. Katie, which, which St. Parish? Joseph and Francis Xavier in Wilmette. In Wilmette. Yeah. yeah, he's a w wonderful program administrator and colleague for us and very connected to the work of these suppers and, and what's what's happening with the, the asylum seekers. And, you know, Mary's, Mary's story is right. That chapel, uh, you know, seats 90 people comfortably, and it was standing room only. So you can imagine, you know, how how that felt and what what uh, how amazing that was to just be witness to about what was happening there and people of deep deep faith, you know, prov providing the service and it only um, it goes to show the beauty of Catholic charities of how we're able to uh, align and uplift um, th their own faith 
even amidst uh, the, the personal struggles. And, and Father Wayne's been continuing that now every week. Now, I think this is probably the second or third month that he's done that. He saw that desire, and now he's building that into his really busy schedule, which is such a testament to him as well. And to that point, you know, you, you think about this week over week, it's, it's continuing. Um, you know, you hear people talking about the phrase, the new normal. Um, I'll ask this to both Mary and Noreen. Do you feel the, the coordination for what's going on now at Tuesday night suppers with 200 plus individuals coming in? Is this new normal? Um, and what, and related to that, what are the concerns that, that, that are rising each week that Catholic Charities is rising up to meet? Mary, we'll start with you. Sure, I was gonna, I was, I've been talking a lot. I was going to let Noreen talk. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to talk. Oh, well, Noreen will get her chance. <laughs> um, so I kind of do think it's the new normal, right? I do, I do think this is, um, this is where we will be for for quite some time, um, and that's okay. That's okay with us. I mean, because it, it's we're here, we're here to serve those in need, and. Um, some of the concerns, I mean, as senior vice president, I always have the concerns of, do we have enough of the right resources? Do we have enough volunteers? Um, do we have enough of the wonderful, wonderful donors that um, uh, provide the meals? Um, but mostly, I know that um, what we're doing now is is run very well and um, very organized and still has a great community feel. So um, not I'm not really, um, cons- there's not a ton of concern with me anymore. Great. Um, Thank you. Noreen, how about you? Yeah, I agree. I think it's just helped us to strengthen some of um, the stuff that Catholic Charities is so good at. So um, welcoming all who walk in the door, right? So this was just a way to strengthen that. Um, I think it's helped us to you know, make sure everything is in order, which, you know, obviously we were doing before, but like this is now more people. So just paying more attention to stuff. And um, I agree with Mary. I think it's the new norm and it's a norm that um, is awesome. So. Yep. That's, that's, that's great. We, we mentioned that the city of Chicago is a partner of ours. It takes a village, a true village. The state of Illinois has also been a tremendous partner for us in in this work, so it's it's important that we that we recognize them too. With with this village that's come together of of donors for the meals and the volunteers and other agencies that are helping anymore. What are the what's the key lesson that you've learned, Noreen? I'll, we'll start with you on this one. What's a key lesson or takeaway that you've learned out of this that you may not have have known about or learned and known before? Oh my, there's so many, but I think. Um, <clears throat> how much food people can eat. I'm just <laughs> amazed by the kids. I I don't have kids myself. So, I mean, they're eating full meals. Kids are eating full uh, meals. Yeah. I know yeah. that from my own household too. But yeah, that we can't be surprised by that. How about yeah. Mary? What, what's, what's a, a lesson for you? You know, so I always knew that volunteers wanted to to help and be there to help. and um, But they show up. Right. They, they show up and they show up with smiles on their face and they do anything that we um, need to be done. And um, and then they do more and then they show up the next day and the next week. And so I just I, I knew that in my head, in my heart. But to see it in action week after week as we as more more people come, it's it's really cool. And then the new the new volunteers are just like 
they're hooked instantly that this is an amazing, amazing opportunity. So I think that's what I learned that I knew volunteers were, were cool and really helpful, but to see it in action is just another thing. Thank you. We're so blessed to have so many dedicated volunteers, um, and we're so blessed to have the two of you in such key leadership positions at this time of transition to Catholic Charities. I, we watch it, Phil and I watch it at 721, and I just want to let you know I can't imagine two people more inspiring to welcome the, the, these huge crowds of people that are coming to 721 North LaSalle, not just Tuesday nights, but as you said, Mary, with our community partners, we offer a hot meal all every, every weeknight. And so uh, I just thank you for all you're doing, and just please know that you inspire us all uh, by your dedication to this fairly challenging time. Truly, and thank you for being our guests uh, today on the show and helping us understand more about the, the Tuesday night suppers. Again, they happen every night of the week, but Catholic Charities program at our own facility is Tuesday night. So thanks for being uh, a part of and leading a great Tuesday night supper team. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And if anyone wants to support Catholic Charities' work with asylum seekers, please go to catholiccharities.net to donate. Um, or also you can email volunteer at catholiccharities.com to contribute to our volunteer efforts. Uh, they're, they're all across our organization, and we'd be so grateful for your assistance. Um, for right now, this is Katie Breedeman with Phil Cepeda, and we thank you so much for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.